who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hey everyone, you are about to listen to our live recording that we did for Pride, and we hope you have as much fun listening to it as we had recording it. Many of you know that getting to this recording was a journey with our guest changing multiple times and also being teased with a maybe from one of our Woman Crush Wednesday picks. We won't tell you which one, uh, but we did it. We did it. We put on a show with a special guest. Uh, Lisa Traeger came out. She's been on Comedy Central and Netflix, and she's so funny. And we also had an appearance by a past guest, Jess Henderson, from our Plants episode. So thanks to everyone who was able to come out and person. We had so much fun decking out with all of you. All right, that's it from me. Enjoy the episode. I'm decking out, you're decking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Decking out, decking out, decking out, decking out. Oh my God. Welcome. Welcome to Diking Out. Everybody, thank you so much for being here. How exciting. I know, right? Kicking off Pride Week. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I think you guys all know why you're here. I would hope so, unless some of you thought it was like lesbian speed dating. Uh, right. It could be, though. I kind of, I like this crowd. I it think could, that could turn happen. into that, depending yeah. on how the night goes. So, yeah. uh, like, have some cute little lines ready. Right, I don't know. Right, Look to your left, look to your right. <laughs> Keep an open mind. Uh... <laughs> Now, for anybody who who doesn't know, uh, Diking Out, it's a weekly podcast where we invite a guest to come and talk to us about things you can't talk to your straight friends about. Um, Unless they're listening to Diking Out, then they are well-equipped. But other than that, uh, you know, one time I made a scissoring joke in front of my boss, and she did not know how to take it. She was like... Super pumped to explain to my mom what that is later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your mom's here. Give it up (laughs) to Sarah's mom. I'm excited. I still I, haven't met yeah, her. Yeah, we'll is, work on it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of secrecy here around yeah. your mom. I know she exists. <laughs> she follows us on social media. She sure does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we, we haven't seen each other in a while. No, I've been we yeah. on the West Coast for two weeks, so yeah. I can't wait to hear about all the like gay TV you haven't been watching. I have not watched Gentleman Jack. Nope. Um, I haven't watched any of the movies you suggested. I did, nope. however... No Tale of the City. No Tale of the City. Nope, not doing that. Uh, I did binge Big Little Lies. Save it. We're saving save it. it. We're going to get to it. saving it, but I'm going to talk about it. We're going to get to it. Um... So, so we're recording this live for, uh, for an episode of our podcast. Um, so anybody who is listening to this who's not in the audience, um, you might know that this is actually our second live episode that, <laughs> that we've ever done. Um, but the yeah. first one that we've done naked, completely right, naked. Right, right, right. So we'll be doing that. So if, if you're yeah. listening and you're like sad you missed out, maybe plan better next time. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Listeners in your Subaru. You yeah. Um, <laughs> But, okay, so to, to kick off the show, we're actually going to start it with uh, people funnier than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought that'd be a nice treat since we have an audience. So we actually invited uh, a past guest of the podcast um, because you guys seem to be as obsessed with her as we are because she did our plants episode, uh, which was a hit, you guys. Uh, it really when, was. When she first said she sleeper. wanted to talk about... Yeah. <laughs> uh, when she said she wanted to talk about plants, we're like, how do we make this gay? And she's like, duh, she's you like, idiots. Plants are I got it. so yeah. <laughs> gay, and uh, she proved that, and so much more. Um, she actually came here tonight after filming her web series season three. It's called Growing Down, so check that out on YouTube. And if you want to see her, um, you know, do more comedy, you can follow her at Embrace Mess uh, on all the social medias. Uh, please put your hands together for the hilarious and wonderful Jess Henderson. <laughs> First of all, we're getting this mic stand out of the way. It's phallic and it's oppressive. <laughs> and I cannot allow it. I cannot allow that. This is a safe space. Yes, clap, an ally. Um, this is a safe, intimate space, so we're just going to talk about me. Um, I think going along with the theme of Pride Month... We are, um, I just want to say, I am triggered. You are triggered, and we are all triggered. I would just like to cover that right off the top. I don't know what's happened in the last two minutes on the news. Triggering. I don't know what happened on the train. Triggering. I don't know what happened to you because of pride. Triggering. Pride Month makes me think a lot about how people all of a sudden want to be like, tell me your coming out story. Tell it to me. Tell me about the time you came out. And something that I would like to say to straight people who are not here, um, but maybe listening, who knows. Uh, There is no such thing as a specific coming out story. You come out all the time. I came out to my doorman when I was like, my girlfriend is going to need to be let up. And he was like, Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, I came out to the man that cat called me. And he was like, well, we, have, we both have something in common. We both like pussy. It's like, wow, this didn't work at fucking all. And one time I remember coming out 
at Student Life Camp. Now let's rewind and go back. Um, I am from Florida. In the panhandle. And me, a social teenager, I went to youth group. And I um, also had an American Girl um, doll journal that had those different prompts because, you know, when you are a teenage girl, you need to be prompted what to write about because we don't have thoughts. We will unpack that later. I'm triggered, you're triggered, we're all triggered. I had a little journal, and it was like, Jessica, what's the one thing you want to do for your birthday? I was like, all girls, sleepover. Jessica, if you could do one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? All girls, sleepover. <laughs> Jessica, when you're having a bad day, what is the one thing that's going to make you feel better? All girls, sleepover. Everyone tells me their secrets. <laughs> so naturally, when I was at youth group and I found out that we were going to go to student life camp, a sleepaway camp, <laughs> I was like, sign me up. So... We were at Student Life Camp. We had praise and worship night every night, a.k.a. brainwashing every night. And when we were at our brainwashing um, worship moment, uh, this woman standing next to me was, you know, praising Jesus. And she raised her hands up and she said, Daddy, I just want to lift it all up to you. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's fucking weird. But I do think that I would like a woman to call me daddy. (laughs) One of the first times I ever came out. One of the first times I ever came out. So, um, I uh, recently came out to my bosses and told them I no longer wanted to work for them. Uh, But I was... (laughs) Thank you so much. I was a nanny And I, thank you so much, I was raising three white children to be strong black women. I was doing the work. I was doing the work. And raising strong black women means, especially if they started out white, there's so many teachable moments. The one that is forever seared in my memory, I took the two little boys, because that's how they identify for now, boys. And teachable moment for everyone. I was an amazing babysitter. So two little boys, for now, that's how they identify. They were playing tag with this girl. And that's, for now, how she identifies. In the middle of tag, she turned to them and she said, I'm done. A sentiment we all understand. They looked at her, looked at me. Which, by the way, White men, they don't age out of that response. They they do that. Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) My darling. They don't age out of that. They look at me and they're like, Jess, we're in the middle of a game. She can't just change her mind. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm triggered. You're triggered. We're all triggered. White children gather around. This is a teachable moment. A person, at any moment, can change their mind. Doing the work. I was doing the work. And the little white girl that I watched was like, yes, go off, sis. I was like, whoa, 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 too comfortable. 
too comfortable. You can hear it and enjoy it, but you cannot co-opt it and say it. Doing the work. Another, you know what? I just got re-triggered because I just remembered another moment and I'm, I was triggered, you're going to be triggered and then we're all going to be triggered. I was driving upstate and the little girl in the back was getting her whole life to the music that I was playing because not only am I black, I'm also gay and we're all DJs. She's <laughs> playing really good music. She's bouncing in her car seat, singing along to lyrics and she was like, down with these niggas. Whoa, 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 White children gather around. This is a teachable moment. You can hear it, and maybe you enjoy it, but you cannot co-opt it and say it. Doing the work, 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 doing the work. So one thing that I am so grateful for now that I'm not doing the work on these... I have time in my life to try and unsubscribe to all of the bullshit that's been placed on me. So unsubscribe to whatever the fuck the binary is. Unsubscribe to what it means to be black. And unsubscribe to fat not being sexy. And subscribe to BDSM. So thank you so much. So I made a profile on a dating website. And I am so charmed. And I was like, I'll be your fem dumb daddy dyke, whatever you want. Let me know. Hit me up. <laughs> the first person's like, hey. I'm like, ah! unsubscribe. I couldn't fucking handle it. I couldn't fucking handle it. But then I went on a date because we never learn our lesson the first time. I went on a date. I give amazing queer date, just in case anyone's wondering. I give amazing queer date. I said, not my president. I said, this is what consent looks like for me. And I said, no, I do not have a dog, but I'm willing to adopt. <laughs> I had a wonderful date with this person. They walked me to the train and they said, you know what, Jessica had a wonderful night and I really hope to see you again. It was great. I stepped towards them. And I gave them a high five. <laughs> I'm triggered. You're triggered. We're all triggered. So naturally, I had to talk to the little girl. I watch about it. I was like, hey, do you have a second to talk? Yeah, black woman to black woman. What's going on, sis? I said, I went on a date and I totally self-sabotaged it because I'm still not taking myself seriously. I still feel like I don't deserve someone to find me attractive. I don't deserve love. And I'm like staying ahead of being told no, right? What's going on? She was like, wow, 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 wow. Jessica gather around. This is a teachable moment for you. That's all I have for you guys tonight. Thank you so much.
Keep it going for Jess Henderson. Uh, Sarah York is backstage right now injecting Gentleman Jack into her veins. <laughs> I made her. Um, all right. So, yeah, uh, usually when we record the podcast, our only audience is my wife, Cecilia, watching Golden Girls outside our studio. Uh, So it's really cool to have uh, everyone here and, like, part of this whole experience, which, again, is why we want to uh, do things a little bit different and have some comedy. So our our special guest for this evening um, is a hilarious comedian. So we thought before we get to the talky part. Um, We would also have her come and do a comedy set. Uh, You maybe have seen her on Netflix's uh, The Degenerates or on her Comedy Central special. Please put your hands together for the very funny Lisa Traeger. Hello. So happy to be here. You could tell by my voice I live a really healthy lifestyle. Um... Just like yogurt and carrots. Um, <laughs> no, I am a stoner. Um, I smoke every day, um, and it sucks. I, <laughs> I think it's a problem, but I just never think I'm high enough, so then I smoke all day, and then I'm like, I'm not even high, and then it's time to do my makeup, and I'm like, touche. Um, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm high, and I look like a Picasso rough draft uh, for the evening. Okay. <clears throat> So, um, I've been... Do you guys live in New York? Yeah, all of you, everyone? Yeah, great. Um, Do you find it exhausting um, traveling and pretending you're not better than people? Um, I'm just, like, so tired all the time. Um, You know, you go to Minnesota, you're like, is this a good restaurant? It's never a good restaurant. It's really tragic. Most of the country, I wish they weren't voting. I just, I don't know. I'm optimistic, but there's just nothing out there. I feel if you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't travel, your opinion matters less. And I'm sick of pretending anything other than that. Like, I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I asked three separate people what to do for fun. And they all told me there was a hole in the middle of the town and they didn't know how deep it went. So, don't vote. If you don't have an art museum, stay home on November 7th. Um... That's it. You don't have to clap. I don't read, but that's just an opinion. Um, I'm like, oh, you don't like Muslims? Okay, well, they make me sandwiches in the middle of the night, so back the fuck out of my life, okay? Stop trying to ban them. They compliment me when I'm drunk, so let me live. Uh, No, New York has its problems, for sure. Like, since November, I've had four carbon monoxide poisonings in my apartment. Um, So, you know, ups and downs. Uh... I also have rat shit outside my door, so then my friend gave me dirty cat litter, so now I have cat shit to scare the rat shit away. And that sucks. Uh, I have raccoons in my roof. I also, well, my last apartment, our building super climbed on an bed, um, indoor bedroom window on a ladder, but because he was whistling, I thought it was birds for a very long time. And then I pulled back the curtain and it wasn't birds. <laughs> Yeah, he had a stash. Um, But I also moved to New York because of Sex and the City, which is embarrassing, but great. Yeah, favorite show. Um, I love it so much. But Carrie Bradshaw kind of sucks. She's a little selfish. Journalist in New York, 9-11 happened, and she didn't even write one article. So rude. Where's my boyfriend from Wall Street? He's gone. He's gone. Um... (laughs) 
<laughs> I think he's ghosted you. Um, literally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's one more line. I don't know if you want it or not, but um, <laughs> she's like, oh, my desk is dusty. Okay, so, but I felt you didn't love it. <laughs> I'll take the Holocaust bit out. I get it. Um, I go with the flow. <laughs> 9-11, not today. Um, is there anything worse than when you find out someone you love loves the Lord? Ugh. Um... <laughs> the worst (laughs) um hate getting tricked oh um clap if uh this is something you relate to um how many of you feel like 70% of your life is spent wrapping toilet paper around your hand and then wiping strange women's piss off toilet seats is that a relatable (laughs) statement cool um yeah pretty upsetting Um, Because sometimes, you know, all the stalls are covered in piss, so then you have to debate which stranger's piss you'd rather touch. And that's sad, you know, game show, no winners. Um, You know, because one toilet seat, like, it makes you think about things you never thought you'd think about. Because sometimes there's less pee, but there's loose hairs, and it's like, what's my stance on that? You know, I don't know. Loose hair is better or worse. Sometimes it's a clean toilet seat, but blood on the floor. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Loose hairs or blood? I'm not sure. Um... Sometimes the pee is just on the back of the toilet seat, and that's actually pretty good because you could sit in the front and work on your posture. So that's nice. <laughs> Text your mom, let her know. Um, yeah, it sucks. And because, yeah, you have to debate which one's better. And my friends are like, you should just hover. Why don't you hover? And it's like, I'm tired. Um, I'm tired. I don't really want to. Um, I want to sit while I pee. What a diva. You know, what an uppity bitch. Um, I'm also bad at hovering, but, like, so is everyone else, or there wouldn't be piss everywhere. So, if you are a hoverer, you're a woman who hates other women, and that's a fact. Like, if you're pissing on something someone wants to sit on, your spirit's fucked, and you have, you have to be better. Um, it's so disappointing. Um, it's not women's fault that women hate women. It's not. It's just survival, because back in the day, women couldn't, you know, own property or have jobs or go to school. Um, so you needed a man to marry you to get things. So if Steph's hotter than me, I'll slit her throat for shelter. Um, you know? She's going to die. I'm not going to get sent to a house for witches. Um, anyways. <laughs> but I'm really bad at hovering, because one time I, um, I peed on the back of my overalls, and then I slapped them on my back. And so I just don't want to do that again <laughs> um but yeah it just sucks because i'm a feminist like girl power future is female and then i go into a bathroom stall and i'm like maybe we don't deserve equal pay i don't know i don't know maybe a steady stream first and then demands um <laughs> i was visiting my parents a few weeks ago in the chicago suburbs my niece was in mama mia at her juice school um i would say if you get to go to a juice school play you should because they all wear kippas and they keep falling down and it's great um the play was two nights and then the first night my niece had a line where she said he can pepper my snapper and then the second night the line was cut um <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I wonder <laughs> yeah the Jews were not pumped. Um, but it was cute. My parents are 81 and 74. They were born in the Soviet Union. I don't know if we have any other wartime parents here. Is this relatable material? Um, does anyone have old... Okay, great. Super rock and roll sign. Um, uh, which war 
Is that good crowd work? Is that, is that gonna pump up the crowd? What? World War II. All right, cool. Yeah, fun. We have a saying in our house where we say, if you starved in a war, you'll eat expired corn. Do you guys say that? Is that... <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we can talk about my parents fucking. Thanks. Um, no, it's all right. I found my dad's Viagra, and at first I was cool with it, and then I realized my mom has two fake hips, and I'm like, let's relax. Um, <laughs> you hate it. Um <laughs> I wasn't planning on talking about it, but, you know, got to go with the flow. Um, so I'll stop with the wartime family stuff. I think you guys want to have a good time. I guess my, it's just basically what happened this last trip is I've, re- so they don't really speak English and they're old. And I realized that the whole time I was watching the Simpsons in the basement growing up, they thought I was watching the OJ Simpson trial. And I just realized that. And I just think it's weird. They never stopped me. Um, I was young, <laughs> but um, any boy band fans? Great. No. Cool. You're kind of annoying, but it's okay. Cause yeah, I feel like you're hot. So people haven't told you that you suck as often as, which is fine. We're all guilty of it. We're nicer to hot people. I have one friend, Stacy. She's a racist, but her thighs don't touch, you know, bring her for the group. You got to bring her. Um, she's good for the group. Yeah. I was on the train once, and um, this hot girl was putting her hair up in a ponytail, and her hair tie broke, so I immediately opened my purse and started looking for a hair tie, and um, just searching so hard, and then I real, like, remembered all the limbless men who wheeled by asking for change, where I'm like, no, thank you. Um, no. <laughs> Ew. Um, keep wheeling, motherfucker. Jess needs a ponytail. So, we're all guilty. <sighs> So I got dumped about two years ago, and then I watched 34 seasons of Survivor in six months. And then I started therapy. It's been fun. I love it. I'm in the point in therapy now where I can identify my problems but don't have the tools to solve them. So that's like a living nightmare. Um, Just, (laughs) yeah, knowing you're sad but, like, keeping shopping at the airport. Um, But... You know, she tells me a lot of lessons. You'll like this one. She told me that all of our sexual fantasies come from unresolved trauma, that our brain changes from pain to pleasure. Yeah, have a great week. I hope <laughs> I hope you love your Monday. Um, yeah, because I like gangbangs in Czechoslovakia, so I'm like, what happened? Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm addicted to porn. I love it. Um, I watch it a lot. I watch the interviews before and after. I, <laughs> yeah. I also follow all my porn stars on Twitter and Instagram because I like to, like, see who's friends with who because then when they're fucking, I'm like, oh, did they carpool? Um, I just, I like to know about their full lives. I don't know if you're going to like the rest of this. Um, I feel... <laughs> Might change it up. Um, let's see. No, it'll all be fine. But I was watching, um, the, I don't know, my favorite, I just also like to follow them online because I like to make sure they're like true whores in their heart. Like, I just need that. Like, um, so once I followed a porn star and she was in college to be a nurse and it's like, that's not for me. Um, I don't need that. I like can't have you fucking for your dreams. I need fucking to be your dream. Like, that's just um, what I need. Adriana Chechik's my favorite. I don't know. 
if we have fans here, but we don't deserve her. I mean, she's so hardworking. There's a photo on her, just her normal Instagram, and she's wearing a black skin-tight jumpsuit, and then it's, like, open cleavage middle, and then it's lace all the way up, no underwear on, and she wore that to a 2 p.m. matinee of Aladdin the musical. Like, that is a full-time slut, and I like it. Um... Sometimes she'll just like suck a dick at a Dave and Buster's and put it on her Snapchat. Just her regular Snapchat. I give her $12.99 a month, so I get like extra stuff. Um, and this is like my favorite video of all time. It's probably not for everyone, but so she's sitting and she's um, sitting in the passenger seat of a car and her boyfriend's driving the car and she's peeing in a cup. And then when she's done peeing, she just pours it on his face. But he knows he's lucky to be there, so he just keeps on driving. <laughs> So powerful. Um, I love it so much. Who's more powerful than that? How many people could pour a cup of piss on someone and they'll continue to quietly drive for you? That is power. It's like Nancy Pelosi, Adriana Chechik, no one else. And her. Why are you so mad? You're the annoying one, I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, but I did watch a gangbang recently that really upset me. Um, it was, <laughs> I think, yeah, we'll see how you feel. Um, I, so it was... Uh, it was mostly in a backyard on a picnic table and there was one woman and 40 guys which I know is a lot but grow up, move on those are the facts and so um, it's the time in the porn where everyone's coming on her so everyone's like in a circle and everyone's jizzing and so she's like slipping around and so she's like slipping and then she slips so much that like her head kind of falls off the picnic table so now her head is dangling and no one will help her. And I'm just getting so upset. I'm just, like, watching her head dangle. Everyone keeps jizzing. Um, they're, like, trying to put dicks in her mouth. She's, like, trying to breathe. And um, so now she has to hold her own head up. So now she's holding her own head up as everyone is coming on her. And it's just, like, where are all the good guys? You know, I... Because <laughs> you're certainly not at the gangbang. Um, it's just wild. I always hear, like, not all men. I'm like, how about not one in 40? How about that? How about not one in 40? We're like, oh, I'm jizzing in your eyelid. Here's a hand. I don't know. I just think it's wild. It's wild. Because also no one's double hand jerking off, which means everyone had a loose hand. So there are 40 loose hands. Not one's rubbing her clit. It's like, it's so terrible. Like, not one dude's brain's like, oh, this barbecue would have sucked without her. Okay, um... Let's get Svetlana a pillow. Um, well, that was tepid. Should have stuck with the boy band material. Um, I, <laughs> you didn't love the gangbang bit. All right. Well, did you guys ever wonder why in the boy bands there was always two ugly old men in every group? Maybe. Like, I'm 12. I'm trying to learn about myself. Kevin is 45 years old. It's unsettling. But... I get it now, and I think the reason they're ugly oldies, they're basically a tool for parents to know if your child has low self-esteem. Because if your kid has a crush on the ugly one, you got to step up your parenting. You have to do better. Your kid wants to fuck Howie D, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Can you imagine your kid just like, yeah, I love the way his wet ponytail swings around as he dances. I'd rather my kids see dead people. Um... I just think if you decide to have kids, you deserve to have a kid with the self-esteem to think they can fuck a Justin Timberlake one day, not a man with braids held up with a banana clip. That's bad. And then if your kid like 98 degrees, they're cutting. They're cutters. Um, they're slitting their wrists. Well, you're going to have to listen to me talk more on this podcast. So um, I'll see you right now. Okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah.
But you liked me until the gangbang, right? Or yeah. did I lose you earlier? Uh, the, the, the topic yeah, tonight to is class. gangbangs. No. What is it? I said the topic is gangbangs. Yeah. Uh, no. But it could be. Keep it going for, for Lisa Drager. That, yeah, thanks. That was, that was so funny. We enjoyed thanks. that so much. Great. Thanks. Um, so, so Sarah and I haven't seen each other in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, before we get into our topic, which is going to be coming out after 30. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, we, we need to catch up a little bit. A lot has gone on and feel free to, you know, comment on, okay. on anything we're talking about. Uh, I was just on a two-week comedy tour of the West Coast. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and uh, shout out to all of our listeners because they came out to almost every show, and it was so like awesome. It was so awesome to meet people, except for one show, uh, which I feel so guilty for in L.A. So I was part of this festival, which was like a total scam, total scam. Uh-oh. And it was like almost Name worse. names, what's it called? Was Ja Rule there? That would have made it better. That's You're the like, level of scam this, this I'm talking about. Time. I know, I know. I shouldn't admit that. It, I, I want to say it was called like the Laugh Girl Riot. Like a lot of R's in it. Mm. Like Christina Too many Aguilera. R's. Yeah. It's always a scam. Yeah, right. I trusted it because Christina Aguilera. I'm like, well, oh, she uses well. a lot of R's. This one should be fine. Uh, no, they, it was, it was too many comedians. And then also I think they accepted everybody, which did not make me feel good. Uh, and it, a couple listeners came, and I didn't know that listeners were there. And it was going so bad that I asked to move my setup because I was supposed to headline. But I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like, this is an escape room situation. <laughs> and uh, everybody, it, it was like they didn't come with jokes. They came with, like, shout-outs to their college mascots. Like, that. that's like, it was very uncomfortable. It was like an hour of me not laughing. The only person who came with jokes besides me was a, um, a woman in her 70s who forgot the punchline to a third of them. Um, and, I identify and, with that. Right? Yeah. Was this in like a parking lot of an In-N-Out? No. What the fuck happened? No. It was somebody, it was somebody who like owned, runs a comedy festival. Like, like this is like the fifth year of it and like a lot of other New York I'm a lot like three other New York comics I know who I respect were, were also doing it. So we <laughs> all were all three like, of them. oh, this is fine. <laughs> Well, it's, it's an L.A. festival, right? Right, 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 yeah. We've all done a fake festival. We've all yeah. done a fake... Okay, thank you. Thank you for validating me. Thank you for jumping in and rescuing her. Yes. Um, thank you. We've all been tricked. I questioned a lot about my life during that that hour. So the, the comic who goes before me is the lesbian. I'm like, oh, finally... No, it was the most offensive set I've seen in my whole life. It was, like, super biphobic and transphobic. Mm -hmm. So much, like, I've never given anybody feedback on a set before because that's, like, a a straight man thing. Like, that's their their deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I, I don't do that. But this person, I was like, you can do better. Like, this was so, I almost walked out before. Was it the editor of After Ellen or what? I thought so. I thought so. Good. Night, yeah. Yeah. I still got it. Still got it. Uh, no, it, it was it was so. I'm like I don't know. She was. It it was bad. It was bad. So then you know, I go I go up and I do my thing, and then uh, the woman running it, who's like wearing cat ears, which I should have known. Like I should, that should have been. Right, yeah, yeah. 
the sign that I walk in, she's wearing cat ears. Uh, another comedian said uh, a, an adult woman wearing cat ears is like a headband with two red flags. And like, <laughs> never <laughs> have I felt a more <laughs> true statement than yeah. said. Um, it, it, it was crazy. It, it was, I felt very embarrassed that, and, and these listeners were like, that was our first time at a comedy show. I was like, no, uh, it gets better. Um, so, so, so there was that. Another crazy thing about LA was the first show I did there afterwards. Um, so I'm wearing this shirt that says, um, Macaulay Culkin with an arrow pointing up as one does. And, this guy I'm sitting next to is like, are you staying afterwards? Because I, um, I'm friends with Macaulay Culkin, and I want to send him a picture of your shirt. So I'm like, I'm down to talk to, like, talk about Macaulay was he, Culkin. Was he bragging, or was this like... Yes. He's stating that he's friends with Yes. You don't, you don't brag that you're friends with Macaulay Culkin. I mean, it's a weird move. Uh, it was a weird move. But I was headed to, to record... Um, I was a guest on the Coming Out podcast, so I was like, no, no, I have to go. So he's like, you know, let me follow you out. I'll take a picture of your shirt send it to Mac. We're making chit-chat and stuff. I'm like, what, what do you do? Are you a, a comedian? He's like, no, I'm, you know, stereotype. I'm a screenwriter in LA. I'm like, oh, what's your name? And he's like, uh, Max Landis. I was kind of caught up in the Me Too movement. No way. That was his credit, the Me Too movement. And he said in a less... That's going to end up on IMDb. Yeah. Like... In a less in than James Franco way. And I was, like, very confused because he had also said he met Macaulay Culkin on the black and white video set because his dad directed it. And, and I didn't know who Max Landis was at the time. Did, like, are you up to speed with, Yeah, like, I'm on the whole? internet a lot. Y- yeah, you're, yeah. On, you're on Twitter. So, so he was trending, like, a week after this yes, happened. I with like up. For the third time, trending within Me Too. That's, like, a lot yeah. of trends within Me Too. Uh, because I guess he kept, like... Surviving, but it was very weird. During our conversation, he compared himself to the Great Gatsby. Like at first, I thought like maybe he, like I thought maybe he accused someone. I thought like maybe he was gay. I don't know. But like (laughs) then I learned no, he's like a horrible. Did you let him take a photo of you in the shirt? I did. Yeah. Did you get a response from Macaulay Culkin? No. I mean, I I've I've met like Macaulay Culkin. You just keep getting tricked, right? Yeah, uh, all over town. I know. It was just, L.A. is full of traps. Uh, that, was, that was my lesson. Uh, That's going to be a song lyric, I think. L.A. is full of tricks. <laughs> it is. It's full of tricks. Yeah. Not, not like the sexy kind, though. Like no. the kind that just make you feel embarrassed for falling for them. That mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah. but you're moving to L.A. I am in November. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm excited. I like the plants and um, I like uh, That's the valid. View. The landscaping yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, I like all the cacti and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's time. I don't think I'll be there forever, but I think I'd like to be there for a bit. Yeah. There's it's a dance okay. class I enjoy and I like <laughs> that is the a fruit legit on the side of the street. I'm into it. I'm excited. What's the dance class? It's called Pony Sweat. It's a... Fe- <laughs> <laughs> it's a fiercely non-competitive dance aerobics. Right. I like anything fiercely non-competitive. Yeah. Because that's the way I non-compete. Yeah, she's fiercely. like, fuck the moves. And yeah. it's like, you know, just yeah. Santi Gold and fun rock right. songs. So, yeah, I like going to that. That's a good time, yeah. Sugarfish. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, all the stuff about my apartment's true. I've had monoxide. There were squatters in the basement. They set up generators. <laughs> Fire department's broken into my apartment multiple times. Yeah. It's just been a... Full nightmare. So I'm mm-hmm. getting out of there. You know, so I, I don't know if you know. Uh, May I want to like, I'm going to leave the apartment a mess and I'm like, try, I'm debating like what, how bad I'm going to, what I'm going to do. Oh, we can give you ideas. I mean, obviously like shitting on the floor was my first thought, but well, I don't know. 
I don't know. I think that's humiliating for me and not enough. But I don't know what I'm going to do. But I, I want to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Well, we'll brainstorm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll think about it. Throughout this episode, we'll come up with different ways you could I do like a good prank. Yeah, yeah, I like a good prank. Maybe I should make a comedy festival in L.A. That sounds yeah. like the ultimate prank that people, <laughs> very smart and funny people, fall for all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um... Ellie, I, I met up with uh, Mae Wilkerson, who used to live in New York, and we were catching up. She's been a guest on the podcast, and she was, like, moving to L.A. I realized, like, in New York, I just felt like I... It's like I'd been living with weights tied to my ankles mm-hmm. yeah. for years, and all of a sudden, I'm free. And she was a different person. She was very happy. Yeah, but you have to make sure you have a little bit of suffering before you go there, or yeah. I think you become, like, a monster. Yes. I think you become a bad person. You become Max Landis. That's yeah. what, yeah. what happens. <laughs> and you compare yourself to the great Gatsby, and you try to lure lesbians into conversation with uh, Macaulay Culkin. Right. Which... I think Macaulay Culkin's cool. You guys are really not no. impressed. I would be excited. I, I have a shirt that... I, I mean, I, I, know, I, I know Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Kind of now everyone's it. denying it, but I <laughs> yeah. felt like no, people no, no, were no, no, not no. into it. I think he um, deserve. I think he's the best, like most talented childhood actor of all time. I think he had a range. Most, I think so. I mean, he did Home play Alone, The uh, Good Son, My Girl, three completely different characters. No one's saying he's bad, but I think there are other I great mean, the good ones. Son, he was like a murderer, Who? so Who's that was better cool. Than that? I don't know, Christina Ricci. Um, Fair. Okay. She did, yeah, but, yeah. No, but also kind of the same character every Leonardo time. Leonardo DiCaprio. Kind of, yeah. I mean, Christina Ricci in My Girl, or in, in uh, Now Grave. and Then was great. What? Christina Ricci in Now and Then was fantastic. But, I know, but, but, but that's movie. her character and everything. It's like, unhappy Well, girl. she's just like a brooding person. Brooding, like, you yeah, know, she was yeah, brooding yeah. teen. I'm saying Macaulay Culkin had brains. No, he did. What okay. about uh, All right, I'll give you that. Haley Joel Osment? He's a little star. You hate him. But okay. that was it. What do you mean? I he mean, was in the one where the teacher was deformed and like helping him. Oh, he was lessons. an AI and he made me cry a lot. Don't watch you're that. You're thinking of Pay Forward. That was another crier. Yeah. No, yeah. he makes me cry too much. Oh, uh, uh, Helen Hunt, though. Helen right? Hunt's a babe. Yes. Was and is a babe. Yes. Absolutely. We're here for Helen Twister. Hunt. Twister. Okay. She wore like a white tank top with the cargo pants. Anyway, that's a different episode. <laughs> We're going to have a whole episode on Helen Hunt. Uh, maybe <laughs> Helen Hunt will join us. I could do like a six-episode miniseries on Helen Hunt. Just going through her entire career. You know I'm with you for that. The wardrobe. The vibe. I yeah. loved it. I'm not mad about you for that. <laughs> that was bad. That oh, was a dad joke. Oh, that was bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive oh me for I have sinned. Um, okay, other things we need to talk about. So I was in, I was in Albuquerque. And I was there with past guest uh, Sarah Kennedy, who apparently is the queen of Albuquerque, I learned. And um, while we were there, Taylor Swift was at Stonewall, which is our second home at Diking Out. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck is she doing there? Uh, when me and Sarah, so Sarah Kennedy has a whole podcast called Tadar, um, where she lays out very specific evidence about Taylor Swift being gay. I know you have thoughts on Taylor Swift. I, yeah. I want to hear them. <laughs> I mean, we all do. They're just complicated. I love to hate her, hate to love her. You yeah. know, it's like, but it, without Max Martin, would I be that into it? I don't know. But the hits are there, and she's a fake nightmare. And I <laughs> I just hate, like, um, clearly she was the mean, popular girl, but I hate when she's like, everyone made fun of me. It's like, you were a rich cunt, and we know it. Like, there is... 
no way everyone was coming after you and right. you're just like this I don't know I don't buy For it sure. and I just hate that she always is the victim of something she um, when she's the one making games and doing because uh, I know someone that went to a baby shower with her and she was really icy Oh, so, so you know. I know. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the hits, I mean, I get the albums, you know what I mean? Of course, it's like I don't yeah. I can't stop taking him. I want sure. it. Yeah. So so now Taylor Swift is the but victim of pride. Uh, <laughs> um, apparently because we're we're being mean that she is centering herself like in the making right. pride very much uh, about her. I have very mixed feelings because I really think she's living her best gay life. I think that she, this is her being out. I don't think, I think we're Seeking past, attention about a no, no. past relationship that's over now? Absolutely. We're, we are past like Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> on the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. It, like, it couldn't be clearer that Taylor Swift is, is gay in my opinion. I Not disagree. your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's very controversial, but I think she's living her best <laughs> gay life. That whole video was so gay, except for Ryan Reynolds. Who dated bisexual Alanis Morris? Uh, Morissette. Yeah. yeah. That's so, I guess only, I haven't seen like that, that degrees the of Kevin Bacon thing. That, that like, was the only reason I haven't reason seen I could this think video, though. Haven't? I haven't seen no. it either. No. I know. I, I could not bring myself to watch well, it. Well, if you ever like wanted a, to I live in a trailer like a, park. Uh, you know what I watched? <laughs> I watched Rihanna and Seth Meyers' Day Drink, and that oh was Oh, my fun. God. That was great. <laughs> I like that. Well, can you... Like, <laughs> Like, well, what, no, they what were day drinking. I, like, drinking. I like that he's like uptight, but then he's getting wasted, and then they drink goofy things. So he'll like mm-hmm. break a chocolate bunny, and then they drink tequila out of it. And I, <laughs> there's like context, but um, <laughs> I, they're goofy and they're getting wasted, and he's singing. I just like him letting loose, and yeah. she's just always perfect and fun, and I like that. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah. She's a top ten. She, I mean, she's probably totally. she's better than Taylor Swift uh, again. Yeah. Who, who was it? Everyone is. Yeah. I just saw Ariana live. That was really cool. Oh, really? Yeah, I took my niece for eighth grade graduation, her and her friend, and they dress like fucking sluts, but <laughs> let it happen. Um, so Didn't I went, we all? I went with two slutty 14-year-olds, uh, but um, I was cool, for sure, Yeah, mm-hmm. for taking them. I wish I was on drugs, though. It sucked with uh, the kids, because there's a moon and the space, and I would have loved to be on a drug. But. Yeah. Uh, speaking of drugs, I, I did shrooms for the first time when I was in Portland as yes. part of this tour. Oh, man. Um, and I can't talk about it now because it will just take us like really off topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tell us the location you were at. I mean, it was Portland in a house, w- in a house. O- over a large piece of fabric that was rainbow colored and um, okay. uh, surrounded by the people who made the theme song for Diking Out. So oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's, you know, that. full circle. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. Um, and so Albuquerque, Taylor Swift, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, so, so we had somebody on the inside actually at Stonewall trying to get in, which mm-hmm. was Veronica Garza, who was a past guest of Viking Out. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said they, were, they had a list of straight people that they were letting in. Like she got there super early because she was there. Like Sarah Kennedy sent her, Sarah got the inside tip that like Taylor Swift was coming yeah. to Stonewall. Yeah. Veronica went there very early and then they were just like letting all these straight people in. I'm like, pride's over. Let's all just do the dyke march and call it But that's it a what night. it is anyway, yeah. right? Like yeah. it kind of feels like that's the vibe of pride anyway. It's like, yeah. It's like all the corporations are really happy for us right now in this month. You know, and that's kind of like the same vibe with the whole Taylor Swift thing. I know. I, so it felt, it felt to me, it felt on brand, but I was still just kind of like, like the quickest scroll past of my life was scrolling past the news of her being at Stonewall. I'm just like, I'm, 
I'm unimpressed, you guys. And yeah. everyone knows my stance on Taylor Swift. I just it's think fine. it was very rude that she didn't come to our Diking Out show. If, like, if you're going to do a show... Right, right. If you're going to... Come to Diking Out at Stonewall. I, we might be a little too on the Jesse nose Tyler with the Ferguson. name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, last thing we need to talk about before we get to our topic. Uh, Big Little Lies. Yes. Oh, the best television ever made. Thank so you. Good. That second episode stuff. was no, like well, perfect television. It was so incredible. But it yeah. ended so with good. what could be a great lesbian storyline. Uh, we don't want to say any spoilers. <laughs> the whole thing but is. It's, yeah. It's at a buildup. Yeah. It's, it's a great hangout between Shailene Woodley yeah. and Nicole Kidman. I can't believe we're I'm here, like, honestly, and not watching it. Um, <laughs> congrats it's, to it's everyone. All later. That's why we took out. this time slot. We took this time slot right. so that you guys could all get home in time to watch Big Little Lies. And I love Big Little Lies because it's, I'm, my, the only thing I'm ever interested in is really mean middle-aged actresses yelling at each other. <laughs> And this show, like, really just shoots it right into my fucking arteries. Yeah, I will like, I not love it not be rich. So much. Oh, so good. I yeah. oh, have Laura been Dern. nursing a crush on Laura Dern for 20 years, and it's finally <laughs> happening for me. Yeah, Although that I pink do... glitter dress was so good oh, in my the God. first episode. I really want, like, I want her character, my, my type, if you will, is Laura Dern's character in Big Little Lies in her outfit from Jurassic Park. <laughs> I want, I want that to connect with that somehow make it happen I get it I will marry you I will it's it's the whole thing that's like that's my so this show is really doing a lot for me if they go on a safari it's over it's yeah I just I hate that aquarium boy a lot though yeah, what's his deal? He sucks. Um, I really don't like him why do shows introduce male characters? I know (laughs) It is an interesting move, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Uh, you're doing fine without them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that show, like, they are the best in categories I never thought about. Like, the recap of last season before the first episode of the season. Like, this is the best recap I've ever seen. Like, I just yeah. couldn't even believe the recap. It's just excellence. It's so good. Yeah. I like That's the thing. I, I like the thing that Reese Witherspoon is her character from Election, which I know you haven't seen, even though it's you haven't seen Election. It's it was filmed in my high school. Filmed in her high school. Filmed yeah. in her high school. Are you just seen pissed? It? Yeah. For but shame. I've never seen it. But I don't get why. Just I, don't, a stance. I don't get why either. I don't know. It's she on has, HBO it's, Go or it Netflix. It's on one of them. I have them all, and it's yeah, on yeah. one. Of them. I'm basically yeah, Tracy. It. I'm lesbian Tracy Flick. She absolutely and, is. Yeah. And Sarah hasn't seen Election, and then you would you would. I mean, you understand me. No, I know. Me, I, mean, I get it. I get the archetype. Me a little bit more. Yeah, thought, yeah. yeah. Election. Um, oh God, yeah, I just love Billie Eilish so much. Yeah, <laughs> she's cool. Somebody give me a necklace that says that. Uh, I'd want to get drunk with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Tracy Flicks or, or Reese no, Witherspoon? No, no, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, don't get in a car with her, though. I know. I she Reese Witherspoon Listen, is like the one you want to have a brunch with. You know. Reese Witherspoon is like the one you ha- want to have like a boozy brunch with, like yeah. that kind of thing. I think she'd be really fun. I don't know. I just feel like this show like brings, it gives me so much of that. Like I want to be friends with these women so hard, but also like not because I don't want to die. The, maybe potentially. The only thing is, Reese Witherspoon is like a little too much into hugging Oprah. Yeah. Like, her, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, like, she's not just there for you to hug. She's there to be the best person in the world. And right, like, right. But like that. Yeah, but if you had opportun- multiple opportunities to hug her, I feel like you wouldn't turn them down. Oh, no. I would, I would hug Oprah, but I wouldn't yeah. be like, hugging her is the best thing. Because it's like, no, mm-hmm. every, like, she's the best thing. I don't know. She had a weird speech, and it was just very weird about hugging Oprah. Oh, I don't I didn't hear the speech. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, mm. I mean, that's fine. We, we would all hug Oprah. Um, there, there was a, New York Times did a thing 
where they talk to like all the the Democratic candidates, like all ninety how of them. The, how do they have time? Right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they ask them, "Does anybody deserve to be a millionaire?" And every person got the question wrong because the correct answer is Oprah. Right, like that's the only person <laughs> I believe who deserves to be a billionaire. Yeah, to have yeah. a billion dollars, nobody else should. Pat McGrath, I don't know who's that. Makeup. What? Oh, Self-made billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she makes really good eyeshadow palettes and great shimmer lipsticks. Okay. <laughs> she's a That's first. This podcast is sponsored by yeah. Pat McGrath. She's, okay. uh, she's the first. It's like when you walk into Sephora, like Union Square, to the yeah. right is Fenty, to the left is Pat McGrath. But oh. she's uh, self-made. And a real sharks and jet situation there. How have I Like an this? eyeshadow yeah. palette's like 125. It's, uh, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. You say just head Hi. for Urban Decay and... Yeah, that's fine. Maybe too. I'm making a mistake. <laughs> no, uh, I, yeah, I'm mix questioning and match, everything. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Buy all the makeup. Well, speaking uh, of eyeshadow, yeah. when did you come out? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you recently, I mean, sort of recently, came, you had your first relationship with a woman after thirty. Uh, yeah, Ish? we met yeah. right before my thirtieth birthday. I guess, okay, and then we dated, and then I got dumped, and yeah. then um, yeah. classic. Yeah, but but I mean. <laughs> but Uh, this is what I said like I do feel like Taylor Swift being like new gay um it's humiliating (laughs) but I because I also had hooked up with girls in the past but I just feel like I was oblivious and stoned and I'm I just feel stupid I didn't make the dots together Mm -hmm. connect the dots um fucked up the saying but yeah I don't know yeah (laughs) I mean better late than ever one thing I'm interested about because um you're so your girlfriend was um was a comedian who's like yeah. out and known yeah. yeah so that's like like you kind of have no choice but to just like be out yeah I just happened. didn't really think about it we were just yeah. like at an art museum and I was like oh I think I'm yeah I'm into you and yeah then, yeah and then it happened yeah I mean, a lot of my friends were like, did you like second guess or do you think stuff? And I really didn't think much about it. I was just like very attracted to her. I think that's like a difference though of coming out. Like when, when you're younger, like you might think like, oh, I, I have these feelings, but I don't know. And I want to explore it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want to label myself anything if I haven't had a relationship and blah, blah. But then like, if you're at a certain point and you're dating someone who's like been out for a while, it's like, oh, well, yep. Like. I have to be right. out too. Like they're not, like at, at a certain. It's like point, I'm Finding Nemo when all the little turtles get into that jet stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you get into it, and you're just shot I in one direction. That. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're at Cubby Hole oh. crying. Ah. Yeah, that's what it is. I am thrilled. I <laughs> want to be that baby turtle so bad. Um, <laughs> That's the best, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I started getting booked on all these gay shows, and then I feel kind of guilty, but here I am. Um, I don't know. <laughs> don't feel guilty. The gayest yeah. show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. this is, yeah. yeah. Um, You've made it. <laughs> in, in gay comedy shows. I've made it. But, yeah. And then, my yeah, I don't know. I didn't so really are think you about like because I tell everyone everything. I'm not really like a quiet. I'm a chatter. Um, Surprise! I'm a no way. Surprise! <laughs> People tell me their secrets. I will tell everyone, but it doesn't yeah. stop anybody. And I just know everyone's business, and I'll tell everybody. And, yeah. Um, I'm. Yeah. I don't know. So I just chatted about it constantly. Yeah. I was just yeah. like very in love. So Good. I didn't think about not talking about it I guess or her or whatever so are you currently like when you're sort of approaching the dating world like are you looking for whoever or how's that how's Um, that going I yeah I would so after the breakup I like fucked hetero married couples and that was like weird like in Scottsdale Arizona you know um (laughs) 
I was just like out there um, just fucking upsetting couples. And then... Um, I do that just by walking into a room. They're just like, we're having a bad day now. Like, I don't know. It just gets weird. They're yeah. easily tormented. Yeah, they're just goofy. <laughs> and they, yeah, they have to get babysitters. Um, and... They have, like, errands in the morning. Um, but that was fine. I haven't really dated anyone since, and so now I'm just being rejected by every gender everywhere. Oh, that's nice. um, Yeah. The true queer experience. Yeah. Um, no, I'm looking for a girlfriend for sure, but mm-hmm. I feel like I would fuck a loose dude if it was, like, a perfect situation. But right. What's a perfect situation with a loose dude? Um... <laughs> I, I'm genuinely curious. I have no idea. I don't even know what a loose dude means. <laughs> Me neither. I picture Me neither. <laughs> For some reason, I thought of like when they, at like a casino when it says loose slots, and I picture a guy just standing there with coins falling out of his asshole. Like, it's a loose dude. Oh my God. Look I at just, it. I picture, what, is a, what the hell is I that? I picture mean? a guy with a fedora and a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> No fedoras. It could, it could be rude. a combination. No we don't know. Okay. We're not very experienced with men. That was very rude. I'm sorry. I can't believe you thought I'd be fucking a fedora. That's so <laughs> gross. Um, yes, yeah, so I was in Vermont this weekend and someone um, for shows, and then someone was like, "Oh, well, if you want to go out," and they recommended this bar, and then I saw it, and I was so mad. They thought that's where I'd hang out. It was called Red Square, and it was just like techno music and twenty-year-olds, and I was just so mad that that's what I portrayed. But right. yeah, so I guess um, yeah, people think I want techno and fedoras. So like, what about sad. me suggests that I have a ketamine addiction and I want to go to this bar to get drugs? Like, Do you love ketamine? No, I'm just oh, saying okay. like that's the kind of place it is. Red Square. Red Square, yeah. Like, yeah. that's like young people and house music. And and, yeah, that's what it is. I don't it's even like know House of Yes. It's bad. Uh, it yeah. is bad. I was um, on vacation <laughs> with a friend, and then her boyfriend relapsed on ketamine, and it was annoying. It ruined it. Because, <laughs> you know, she was like upset, and we were in Mexico, and it's like, fuck Stop him. Stop being um, like, this annoying is about me. with your this drug addiction. Yes. That's not polite. So, so after having been in a in a relationship with a woman, I guess like has it changed the way that you approach dating men? Because you're just into the loose ones. No, I would never <laughs> date a guy. Slots. I think I would just yeah. like fuck a guy if it was like a perf- like a fun night. Maybe Molly. Like I don't know, but I yeah. wouldn't date a guy again ever. Yeah. Yeah. No. Why? Um, Validate us. <laughs> <laughs> Just over, I don't know. Um, yeah, I liked it better. I don't know if yeah. I have full details. I just liked no. um, get it. Yeah, I liked fucking my ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah. Um, That's a thing. And a better relationship. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. I just feel like so many of my straight married friends, I'm just like disappointed in the men in their lives constantly. It's like all of my like cool, badass, rich girls are married to just like full doofuses. And yeah. it's. <laughs> A nightmare. I picture to watch. them wearing those little hats with like helicopters on the top. Yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, because my best friends um, are a lesbian married couple, and they were their relationship was always my favorite. So, like, yeah. when I would think about like wanting to be in a relationship and be married, I was like, that's like they just have such good communication and effort. I don't know. And a lot of my friends are having mm. kids now, and their husbands are just like. Aloof, wanting to go to jujitsu. I don't know. It's um, it just sucks watching my girlfriends have to like parent alone, and I don't. It just sucks, and then their relationship is just so beautiful and good, and yeah. it was it was nice to see it. So it was kind of my example relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts about like queer woman culture before you dated a woman and then after, like, did you feel like, oh, I had this impression of like what lesbians were, what queer women were. No, I mean, I haven't been living under a rock. Um, I've been out and about. Um, You listen to Taylor Swift, so you know. Um, no, so when I was in ni- when I was 19, I worked at this like punk rock hair salon in Chicago, and it was all these derby girls, and they would fight each other, oh. and I'd party oh, yeah. with them a lot. That's so very gay. Absolutely. I was friends with all the derby Chicago girls for a long okay. time. Um, I live in Bushwick. I'm familiar. Yeah. No- nothing is gayer than roller derby. Like, let's chase Could each other around on roller skates. Yeah. No, yeah. it was like a wild time. Everyone was like tatted up and so cool, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember we would have parties at the salon, and then for fun, everyone was just beating the shit out of each other. And it was an impressionable time. I was, like, excited to hang out with the derby chicks, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I've just been out and about. But, um, yeah. You, you mentioned you recently watched all of the But award. I did go, so that, you know, I keep getting booked for all these gay shows. Yeah. Um, so I got to do, I went to... The Ace Hotel during Dinah Shore like two years ago, and I did. Oh some my shows. god! But I went you to went one. to Dinah Shore. I did, but we didn't. Well, my friends have a baby, so we mostly stayed at the Ace. Like we didn't go party yeah. party, but we went to one party, and it was not good. Yeah, um, it was very like everyone was segregated, and they're all sm- in their own small groups. And I was like, this so is it's Cubby Hole. Um, I don't know. I've never. I haven't been. Am I wrong? <laughs> Everyone was just like no one was intermingling outside of yeah. their groups. So yeah. that's my one party. The, that's the one. Question. Yeah, you had the different cultures. I don't know. Different cultures. The party sucked. Um, that's my. But point. so, so you Silence. watched the L word. You watched the L word for the yeah. Time. So I had the flu for six days, and mm-hmm. I watched all of the L word. And oh I fully, my god! Yeah, that's insane. Cool. Thank you for your Is service. It? Yeah. <laughs> so so I feel like like a lot of uh, a lot of nouveau gay are like oh I should like watch. There's no yeah, it just worked out perfect because I was at an Airbnb and it was like in the Netflix. Like whoever stayed before me had been watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." And then oh, I got wow. the flu. Well, they were and on I a journey. Like, life yeah. is, uh, <laughs> yeah, life um, wants me sick and in this bed for five days. Yeah, so. there, there's no reason really to watch the L word unless you're trying to like explore that side of you, mm-hmm. or you're my mom who is weirdly <laughs> into the L word. Uh, into it. Yeah, I'm sure she's Ugh. like counting down to the new season. <laughs> she's she's the one, huh? She's the one. Yeah. Uh, but 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 other than that, but but I feel like the L word, like a lot of people or a lot of like baby gays or whatever, they'll they'll watch it and binge it and be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like all the stuff I've been missing. This is all I need to know. But I feel like it needs to be like pop up video. It does. Yeah. It, like, it could like be. It, it could be so much shorter. Have a little pop up. That yeah, says be like, like, bloop. This is problematic. This like, is a bad thing in a relationship. Don't yeah. deal with this. And like, like, like bloop. We yeah. don't do yeah, this. Yeah, but I think those are obvious things. No. Well, when you're not, I when hope you're, so. There so, are some nightmare moments. But I, what are you gonna I, do? I had to look at my mom when when like uh, Carmen was peeing on Jenny. I was like, this is not a thing that we. You're do, like, this mom. is not what we do. Yeah, we don't. I'm sorry. Well, some of us might. I don't know. And yeah, not kink shaming. Yeah, but, it's fine if you do, but it's not like a regular thing. And mm-hmm. like there, yeah, but there's like a soap opera ele- like uh, ele- element to it. Which yeah. which you understand Softcore. watching it now, but when we all first started watching, it, I was we're like this nineteen. Is it, was, it was formulating my entire when opinion of relationship. Something is new and wild. You're gonna have that. Like when Sex in the City came out, that like revolutionized lots of things for lots yeah. of women. Yeah, and then now looking back, things are outdated. Lots aren't, but yeah, I guess the L word is kind of our Sex in the City in a way because it was it was actually on. I think it was airing around the same time. Yeah. 
And it was like our thing that we watched that was like, oh, like I'm 19 or 20 and it's like formulating my opinion of how relationships work and, you know, all of that. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing because when you don't have a thing and then the thing is made for you, you're like, oh, this is everything. But um, if there was lots of things for you, not every project would have to define your whole existence. You know what I mean? So some people could just be uh, shitty people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like obviously when Shane's like fucking a real estate person as she's like trying to find a place with her girlfriend, that's yeah. nuts. But it's like, yeah, go Some, fuck. I'll watch it. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> I'll watch you guys fuck. I mean, I that just show really did give I'm us just like... pissed that no one told me there was like six fuck scenes an hour. I was like, this is. <laughs> I just, I felt like it was kept a secret. There really you know? should have been like a fuck guide that they included, yes. like a little booklet in the back of the DVD that was like, if you're really, if you're just here for the fuck scenes, like just go to this point in the DVD. You don't have to watch the yeah. whole drama layout with Bet and Tina or whatever. <laughs> That's what YouTube's for. I yeah, it yeah. totally is now. Except they put weird songs on it. I'm they like, do. They always put like a like Leona Lewis in the background <laughs> or like. Yeah, or Sarah yeah, McLaughlin, which is weird because I only associate her with like ASPCA videos. It's like, why are you guys doing Anyone this? Anyone that's making, do I, do I adopt these lesbians? How does this work? <laughs> Anyone that's making like slideshow music, um, PowerPoint videos for their crushes are truly unwell. And um, <laughs> I'm like glad they found an outlet, but that is not sane behavior. But there's sorry if you do it in the room. But I <laughs> yeah, this room got real weird. Like mm. I, <laughs> I think a lot of you guys have done a slide show or two. About the, the papyrus <laughs> I have. I've had a few silences. Um, <laughs> they've been noted. But I'm all right. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I, yeah. But it was it was a fun show. I used to go to this bar when I lived in Atlanta that would play uh, Bettina videos on the screen, like YouTube fan videos that people made with the papyrus font. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would play Bettina, for night. those who don't know, is our Brangelina. It is Bet and Tina combined. Yeah. Bettina videos. Which, which in the in the sequel, it's not a reboot. I, I want to call it a reboot, but it's a sequel. Right. Uh, Bet's in it, but Tina's not. And I've been hoping that she's it's, dead. No, no, I'm ho- I'm hoping that Tina killed Jenny. That would be like the one. I want Jenny to still be alive, well, but why I'm would like, Tina... no, uh, you don't want Jenny alive. Yes, yes she does. She loves I Jenny. I do. Uh, I was hoping you'd be with me. I thought if anybody would be with me on Jenny. No way. Yeah, I mean, because I was getting mad, and then my friend was like, yeah, but they're not writing her, so you like her. So then when I watched season five, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like an out-of-control character you should hate. But truly, yeah. I'm thrilled she died. Um, I couldn't have been happier. I texted lots <laughs> of pals about it. And she was insufferable from day one. Manipulative and bad. I agree. She was bad. <laughs> I mean, bad I know. Girl. I know. I know. She journaled on the side of a highway. Okay. She had her journal out. Those are the, on the parts side I'm talking of a highway. about. Uh, That's the she, kind of girl I would match with on Tinder and have like a three month thing and it would be a nightmare. You know you dated That's, a Jenny before. We're I not have dated a Jenny before. We're not getting into this. We will on our Dyking Off Topic episodes. But we have. Uh, I've, I've been there. I understand Jenny and I don't like her. And you're the only person on earth who likes her. I've never been happier when I called Sarah out on dating a She's Jenny. She's like Taylor Swift. Uh, She's like, she is. Um, yes. It's like, isn't she, it great? Come on! <laughs> Isn't this person She's like, look what you made me do. She just ruined everything. She was the worst. Um, yeah. Oh. But there were a lot, a few bad moments. But overall, I think, a fun time. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I hope the show goes a better direction with, like, their depiction of 
masculine of center characters because we really yeah. only had Shane in the first one, uh-huh. and she was more like a like. I, I watched it. I watched a little bit of it, and I said that she looks like if Adelia's catalog sold BDSM gear. That's what she wears because she has these like weird little vests, and she's got like the like. Why are you wearing leather, girl? It's like ninety degrees in LA. I know it is. Walking around at seven a.m. Walking in around leather. at seven, bumping into her friends, fucking in a pool, which we know doesn't work. I don't know. I hope I, that's my like that's my only hope for the new for the better reboot. outfits. Yeah. Better, well, and just better like in general, better representation of like the I entire think that's spectrum the goal. of I like think that's masculinity and you know like the whole thing. I think it's the goal. So, so do you like look back now onto your your twenties and a lot of experience? And you're like, oh, like this makes more sense. Like I'm queer. This is why this was. The yeah, way I was, was thinking about this. <laughs> like, um, I have uh, this framed naked Miley Cyrus photo and. <laughs> Don't we all? That's Profes- a tell. Professionally framed. Um, but <laughs> that was a weird day at the frame shop. <laughs> no, I have a frame guy and he gets me. And, of course. Um, <laughs> but he fucking closed his shop and moved to Jersey, but I don't know. I'm glad he's uh, with his family. Okay, but I miss his work. Um, but also with my ex girlfriend, like we met um, in Australia and then she lived in London, so we just were like always traveling and stuff. But after we met in Australia and then I flew back home and I opened my bedroom door and then I saw that naked poster, like they have the same body and I was like, oh, this is humiliating. And then, <laughs> so then when she came to visit, I had to be like, um, this, it's creepy, but I have a framed naked photo of someone that looks similar. Um, so yeah, that was embarrassing, mm-hmm. but that made sense. I was like, oh, I guess when you spend $300 framing a poster from a magazine, you might want to fuck someone. But... <laughs> I was like going to Miley Live constantly, um, but yeah. Um, so, so you mentioned too that you feel like weird about doing the these gay shows, and um, we hear a lot from like bisexual and queer women who don't identify as lesbians that they they feel like like they shouldn't be doing these shows. Is that like? Yeah, I feel like you probably are we have not other making people, you feel but... welcome? No, everyone's okay. making me feel, I just okay. feel guilty. Um... Yeah, like who do we need to talk to? Yeah. What? Because no, like who do we need to talk to? Like, we want to make you, you feel be, better you about this. welcome yeah. under like the queer umbrella is I mean, really big. It, it is kind of weird. That, I just I mean, want to say no to a show. I feel everyone knows we're all desperate and um, <laughs> I'll do any show inside yeah. of a bridge, bowling alley, whatever. So I'm going to say yes. Like I don't care, but I do feel like guilty just being so newly gay and just getting to do all the best shows but they are the best shows uh (laughs) they're the best shows but but yeah sometimes i'll like look at um look at the shows i'm on for for the month i'm like oh most of these are gay shows but i'm like sure straight people are fine with listening to me do my jokes and like i do great in front of straight audiences Mm -hmm, and it's like i i'm like am i pigeonholing myself it's like a weird thing it's like the gay shows are fun, but yeah. then I'm like, I don't want to only be booked for, for gay shows. Is that a thing? It's, I think so, yeah. yeah. It might just be a thing for Do me. Do you find I don't yourself know. You're like a bigger deal. performing in front of more like sort of mixed company audiences or like how do you feel about queer shows versus generally well, like what's your experience as a, as a stand-up? Well, I, okay, so I've been doing it for a little over 10 years yeah. and I do it almost every night of the week. So mm-hmm. like I just... Um, are there differences to different groups? I guess, yes. Like, it sucks bombing in a black room. Like, there's nothing worse. But um, (laughs) 
Truly, yeah, Been that's there. bad. But then crushing in a black room, there's nothing better. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> um, you. So those those experience, yeah. Um, I don't know, because I feel like I've been hated and liked within all the different types of shows. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm try- I mean, the worst, like, I hate being in Cincinnati, you know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> I hate performing for a bunch of hetero Midwest couples that, like, don't fuck and are sad and go to church on Sundays, and they're like, shut this bitch up, we just got free tickets, why are, you know, like... So we I got just- our tickets on a grocery bag at High V. Yeah. We don't want to deal with... <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'd rather be doing gay shows, uh, like, in New York than in West Nyack, New York, in the mall. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I'd rather do that. Um, (laughs) um, But I have noticed there's been more, like, I was in Minnesota, and there was a lesbian couple, and we hung out after, and they were like, we've never, we were usually the only couple anywhere, and there was, like, so many um, lesbian couples out tonight. And I was like, great, they must have heard. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, my they followers got the bat went signal up. in the air. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, people are <laughs> pumped. Like even yeah, everyone like none of my gay friends were pissed. You know, they were like everyone was like so fucking jazzed, which was funny. It's a good sign. Yeah, everyone was into <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, no one. Yeah, I don't know. Did I answer the question? Yeah, I yeah. Feel I feel like you've so. wanted I more mean, out it's... of me, and I'm giving you the bare minimum. But yeah. I, <laughs> I guess the goofy thing when I first. Uh, Different. I don't know. I was just going to talk without any questions that you Do asked it. me. But no, we love that. Go for it. I guess a goofy memory of being new gay is like traveling with just like, um, what's it called? The magic wand in my carry on and just like all these sex toys. That was goofy. Um, but <laughs> I think that you usually goofy, I just fly with drugs. And I think that like it's like a sex toy with like googly eyes on yeah. it. Like that's what makes it goofy. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Ask me more questions. Um, I'm not gonna. I won't, I'm not gonna riff anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, what what else have been like? What, what are some of the the revelations or like things that you're like? Oh, I didn't know this would be a thing. But uh, I guess I'm just because I really liked hooking up with this girl when I was 21. I was in Portland, and I don't know why I didn't stick with it then. I'm just like mm. I'm trying to figure out what was happening because then yeah. even after that, it was just mostly in group situations where. Yeah. There'd be a girl and guys. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know why I didn't um, pursue it earlier, I guess. Have you had like a coming out, like, you know, coming out experience with like friends and family since since you've sort of made this realization in the last year or so? No, I told my sister and me. I mean, I told you I don't like keep secrets. So the Mm -hmm. moment I, because the moment my sister saw photos from Australia, I called, I was like, yeah, I'm truly in love. And I was like, I'm telling parents. And she's like, why don't you wait a week, you psychopath? But (laughs) I truly was like, I am getting married. Um, so yeah. And then my parents, so my dad's 80, like I have like old, old Russian parents and I was going to tell them and then I got dumped. And so then I talk about it in my Netflix special Mm -hmm. and my therapist said that that's fine. I don't have to talk to them. So they're out and they know. And like they watch my special all the time. But we don't talk about anything. We just have a lot of problems. I'm, like, really um, focused on, like, getting closer with my parents before they die. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah, pretty dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just been tough, but we've never been very close and chatty about stuff. Like, um, we didn't communicate. Because my therapist asked me early on when I started therapy after I got dumped, was like, who did you talk to when you had problems or you were sad? And I was like, 
oh my God, nobody had just watched TV. And so I, we never discussed things. They had such a survival mentality that there was really no um, emotional mm -hmm. conversations. We're all in different rooms. There was never chats. So like, it doesn't feel natural for me to like talk to them about like who I'm fucking or what I'm doing. Um, so, I mean, I think that's okay. That's yeah. Fair. I wish I could, but my mom I don't mom talk to my parents about who I'm fucking, so something's wrong with me. No, yeah, it's like but it's, then it's okay. Uh, but then we play dominoes all the time, and okay, so my dad's a hoarder, and he doesn't—he's just like fucked. Okay, um, the war fucked him. He's a hoarder. He steals things from Lost and Founds, and like okay, your dad needs a Netflix series. Uh, he's An old just, Russian guy who steals things and hoards them. Yeah, he like steals cream cheeses from synagogue every week, and like I. <laughs> He doesn't open new stuff. He's just, like, scared of the war. Um, but uh, he has fun. I mean, no, he, he just drinks. I don't know why I'm talking about him. Oh, so we're playing dominoes. Um, that's, like, our thing. And I saw these, like, pride rainbowy buttons and all these, like, uh, yeah, gay buttons. And mm -hmm. I was texting my friend during dominoes. I was like, oh, my God, I think my dad's, like, trying to tell me something. But then he was like, what, is these, what does this mean? And then I told him, and he put the buttons away. And I was like, all right. But um, <laughs> no moment. Um, but my mom's always like, you're not going to, yeah. She know, like, she's like, you're not going to end up with a guy. I was like, no. Um, so uh, there wasn't a full conversation but they are in the, they're aware. And I'll bring whoever home and they'll mm -hmm. be nice. But I just, yeah, there wasn't like a full convo. Yeah. About anything. But they don't know anything about my life. That sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we have like surface level chats mm -hmm. mostly. Yeah, that was kind of like my relationship with my grandparents. It was like, oh, you've been living with this friend for a while. Does she have a boyfriend? It's like, nope. And they're like, okay, we get it. Like, we know. Just a couple of spinsters. Yeah, we know what's going on there. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank so, God we have a word for it. So I wish I chatted, but since I talk about it so openly everywhere, and I know my parents find me on the internet, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you can judge me for that or not, but that's the way it is. But my niece and nephews, that's what's cool. Seeing the future is really cool. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, Nice to see, like, we went um, to buy flowers and balloons for my mom's birthday. I think this was a year or two ago. And we bought a T.Y., uh, like, Beanie Baby, and I had a pink bow. And I was like, what's her name? And all, my niece and nephews were like, why does it have to be a her? I'm like, I don't know. There's a pink uh, bow. Whatever. Right and they're yeah. like, why can't a boy wear a pink bow? I'm like, listen, I'm on your side. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot believe it. But I was just really impressed with them. So, like, I talked to them very openly, and they have gay friends, and that's, like, uh, that's just cool that my niece goes to a small school there's only 17 kids and people are out and feeling good about themselves and that's really nice and yeah. like so the the future is cool yeah 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 or not or there's concentration camps but right um yeah the o's are gonna stop it um but yeah so good that the young kids are down with queer culture but bad that Something's happening we can't mention. Um, I've been very down about it. Uh, we have to end soon. I don't want to end do. on this Holocaust no, uh, you know, bummer. Okay, we so, made a pact before the show. Don't did. end on the Holocaust. No. The, yeah. the, this is why we end on a listener question. Oh, uh, great. Yeah. Great, 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 great. So. These are never weird. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure it was going to be a, a non-weird, a fun one, a fun listener question. Okay. Uh, okay, so my parents are helping me buy a new car. My dad wants me to get a Jeep, and my mom wants me to get a Subaru. 
the two most gay cars out there. The problem is neither of them know I'm queer. At least I haven't told them. But based solely on the choices of cars they've picked for me, do you think they know? And why are Subarus so connected to lesbians? Uh, your mom's a lesbian. She wants the Subaru. That's... <laughs> also, like, f- flexing that your parents are going to buy you a car. Hello, right? girl. Good oh, for yeah, you. Yeah. Jeep and Subaru are, like, yeah. up there. Like, I don't know. What are you looking at me for? Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're new to this, but these are the gayest vehicles. Yeah, 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 for sure. I I think Subaru is just for outdoorsy things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you could put a bike on the roof. Yeah. Um, Quickly. Um, They last forever. (laughs) Safe. In a biking emergency, you could do that. Those are great cars. Oh, oh, yeah, your parents know. Your parents know. Your parents know. They're testing you. Those are not you. like a Jeep is not a fuel efficient vehicle, so yeah. if they're willing to go that way, they're yeah, like, what the, kind of the lesbian the are gift, you? I think. Are yeah. you a Subaru? Are you like a you know? Do you do you volunteer at an animal shelter? Are you sort of like you know you wear hiking sandals? Or are you a Jeep and you're a complete fuckboy loser who cannot keep a relationship? Yeah. And you're really fun, but no one is yeah. this personal. This Jeep. It story? might be. No. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, you plan on rescuing a dog. Either way, Either you're going to rescue something. For your rescue yeah. dog. This is fun. Can we do another one? That's the only one uh, you that hate I wrote the rest. down. Yeah. Uh, Our inbox is a mess, though. You I love questions. But I do want to say, so the whole lesbian Subaru thing... I, I don't know. I just assumed like, oh, Subarus are like safe and practical. They're very sensible, like and that's us. Why, yeah, and that's why lesbians are into them. I, there's an article in The Atlantic about this um, that actually Subarus, they looked at their demographic because they were described as being like, again, kind of like boring but, but safe and, and sturdy. And they were looking at like who buys them. The fifth demographic was lesbians, and they they made a decision in the 90s to market specifically right. to lesbians when no brands even wanted to acknowledge that gay people existed. Right. So you were getting on all these answers? Yeah. Well, wow. On the latter one. I don't know. I mean, they were her, like, all we need, gay, but like, yeah. we just need more compartments, more options more com- yeah. for, for bike and ski nothing storage. Nothing flashy. Nothing flashy. The entire back seat is just flat for dogs. We want to be ready for a hike at any moment. There's a, a hike. Like it, uh, Most cars come with a spare tire. This one does too. However, in the other compartment, there's a spare set of hiking boots. There's the, that walking stick that all the old lesbian couples have like yeah. in a normal town. That comes standard. Yeah, the walking sticks that come standard, standard with the Subaru. Standard feature. Good for them. Uh, thank you so much. Thank for you. Your this has been amazing, Lisa. Me. Thank you very Can much. Can you... Uh, where can people find you on the internets? Because I love your handle, so plug it oh, away. Great. I'm on the internet at Glitter Cheese on Twitter and Insta. Why and not? All around town. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can watch my Netflix special. And you're going to be her. at uh, Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. I'll be in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah. Which is oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, so excited. 10.35 every night at the Underbelly, and then the stage is the Buttercup, which is so cute. That's so. amazing. We have listeners in the UK, so oh, cool. please yeah, go come out see and see this. Uh, it'll be awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming out to Diking Out Live. Have a great Yay. Pride. Yay, happy Pride. Thank you for coming. Uh, and Dike Out with us again. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? 
In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.